podcast where indie video games and craft beer unite this evening we will be reviewing kill the plumber and the local beer jenny cream ale from genesee brewing company i am your host jackie biter and joining me this evening is the gentleman who was just making noise casey bobker (laughs) so uh yeah let's let's get into it (laughs) yeah what yeah Jenny Cream Ale. <laughs> Before we get to that, we're going to get to the game. Um, so let me let me start off with that. All right. So Kill the Plumber is developed by Dojo, and it is an action platformer. And um, as you might have guessed from the title... It is based on Mario. Yeah. Um, and as far as it can go, Mario actually looks like Wario, to me, at least. <laughs> He's wearing, like, a yellow outfit. But in each level, you're playing a different Mario villain that is attempting to kill the plumber. So, um, and it, it appears that based on which villain, I guess, you're playing, uh, determines what abilities you have available to you. Um, which makes some of the levels a little more challenging than others, but more on that in a moment. Um, so, I mean, I, I, I was interested in the game because, I, as I've mentioned before on the podcast, I'm a huge Mario fan. Yes. have been since I was big enough to hold a controller. And we have a Mario 3 episode. That is correct. I'm wearing a Mario-inspired you shirt <laughs> at, the very, at this very moment that I got off T-Fury. And... Um, who is not sponsoring this podcast, but if they would like to, <laughs> brewlist at gmail.com. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I thought it was, like, an interesting take on it, because, you, know, you know, you spend all this time playing the hero in the game, and sometimes you just kind of want to play the bad guy. It's like if we played a game based, like, they had, uh, I think, Nintendo released a game where you played from the perspective of Bowser at one point. Super Mario RPG? No, no. It was like an actual game. Like, you played as Bowser. Really? Yeah. Um, I could be completely wrong, and I might have, you know, dreamt of this, but... <coughs> I think you made this game up. Pretty sure. I think it was called Kill the Plumber. It might have been called Kill the Plumber. But anyway, if you've ever wanted to play the bad guys in the Mario games that you grew up with, this is a golden opportunity for you to do so. Um, you can pick it up on Steam uh, for four ninety nine, which is a very small price to pay for a lot of entertainment, or if you apparently free from the Dojo website. But we would encourage you to purchase it because you're helping support indie developer. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was that was one of the things that I thought was kind of strange as I was doing some research on it was that so we got a free copy from the developer um for Steam. And not, I mean $5 is not much, really. Pay the 5 bucks, play the game. It's worth the $5. Um but I went to the Dojo website just to kind of get more, you know, information on it and I was like, "Oh, I could play this game for free it's a flash it seems like it's a flash based game you mm-hmm. know like a new grounds type of game so yeah. i understand why it's free because it doesn't take up any space really. oh that, nothing it like downloaded immediately yeah i mean it's basically like a java game <laughs> like, yeah um but 
I mean, and it's fast paced, so the levels themselves probably last about one minute. Um, it's timed, and you can get ranked against other people around the world. So, um, depending on how fast you do a level, you get a score. I think it's, I can't remember if it's like three stars or three coins or whatever, but, um, you know, depending on how good you do, uh, you get like, oh, stars. It's definitely stars, sorry. And uh, based off of your time, you can compare that to other people around the world and, you know, be ranked. So very fast. Like, doesn't take a lot of investment to play a game or play a level. I think, like I said, at most I spent like maybe, maybe two minutes on a round. And they're little, little rounds that get harder as you progress and um, you become different bad guys as you progress, which is actually kind of cool because it's kind of like in the Mario sense where you keep starting off as little and then you eventually become a boss and then you go to round 2-1 and go up from there, just like Mario. Yeah, so I mean it definitely, definitely borrows from, uh, you know, from those games. As being, you know, a platformer where, you know, side-scrolling and you've got this funny little dude, pixelated dude with a mustache. Um, that you gotta kill. Yeah, and like, and, and the thing is, like, the style is that the villains are close enough without violating copyright. Yeah, whereas, like, a Goomba is clearly a mushroom with shoes. These look like slimes from, like, the Dragon um, Quest series. Mm-hmm. Like, those with yeah. shoes. <laughs> like, yeah. They're yeah. just, like, little slime globules. So they'll be, they'll be very easy for you to recognize. Yeah, and Mario, I mean, while they're fake Mario, he doesn't look like Mario, but he's got a big enough mustache that you know who it is. Yeah, it's like you're not missing anything with that, uh... With that little guy. Yeah. Not at all. Um, and you can't see this, but Jackie did a mustache thing with her finger. <laughs> yep. Because this is radio. <laughs> we can do whatever we want here. Yeah. <laughs> You've got a real face for radio, kid. <laughs> <laughs> um, they, uh, the music of the game, I expected it to be more Mario-esque, you know, like that, but it's not, it's, it's kind of its own, like, uh, score. Um, I like the music. It's a little bit more like sweeping and orchest- orchestral than um, than the Mario games are, but it still it, it fits the it fits the vibe of the fast paced levels. So that was enjoyable as well. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the thing that I kind of found challenging is there were certain levels where the limitations of the actual character made it difficult for you to actually finish the level. Like I had one that I struggled on repeatedly um because it was one where you could only really move along the bottom and you couldn't move very fast and the plumber was jumping yeah and always seemed to miss me and actually with some of the levels when it times out you don't actually die it just restarts yep and so you're like i just want to get off this level and you know you can't jump you can't fire anything. You're just kind of stuck there. So it's a hard game. Yes, it is. It's yes. not. It's. <sighs> it's like Mario: The Lost Levels hard. Yes, it is. So it's 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 enjoyable. I enjoyed myself, but there's definitely points where you're really scratching your head as to how am I going to kill this guy? Like jumping on his head is going to kill him. If you have spikes in your head, obviously you're going to kill him. Um, one of the 
bad guys you can, can become is one of those square rock guys who always smashes down really oh, fast yeah. on Mario. Um, and at first, it's just like, okay, you just got to smash them. Easy enough. I, I just time mm-hmm. it. I smash them. Then <laughs> they start putting in the challenge of different spots so that you have to move left and right and up and down in order to figure out the pattern in which to get them. The game is all about what pattern is it that I'm going to unlock in order to kill this guy. It's a hard game. It is. It's not like a casual experience at all. It's casual in the sense that the games take one minute, but... Yeah. Like, as far as, like, how long you might be spending those minutes. Yeah. You might be be spending 20 minutes on one minute. It could be the longest minute of your life. (laughs) All things being considered. Whereas, true. (laughs) Yeah, whereas, like, you know, like, I I may have said once or twice on here, like, I've beaten Super Mario Brothers 2 in, like, half an hour. The whole game? Whole game. Yeah, if you use the warp, if you you cheat. Two or three? Two. Okay. The unofficial two, which was basically a reskinning of a Japanese game. Whole big thing. Yeah. You never see... What are they called? Rock, or Rockman is Mega Man. What is Mario's uh, name? Do you remember? I do not. You would think I would know that. Let us know. If you guys know, then uh, just send it to us. Um, Brewless at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah, or Facebook or Twitter or yeah. any of those places where we reside <laughs> on the internet. Instagram us that. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, so yeah, like if you do like the warp things, yeah. you can actually... If you go one to four, and then from four, you can actually, I think, go to seven, or you might have to go to six and then seven. But anyway, it's pretty quick to do. It's been a long time since I played Mario yeah. 2, anyways. Love that game. Love it so much. Um, but anyway, back to the task at hand. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's a, it's casual in that the levels are short. Not casual in that you might have to redo that minute many, many times before you actually beat it. But anyway, it's, you know, it's a bright, colorful game. Yes. Oh, um, yeah. Definitely you can, it's, you can appreciate the influences on the title. I think that if you are not a Mario Brothers fan, you won't get the subtle nuances or blatant nuances, whichever yeah. way you want to look, um, of, you know, the source material. Uh, but that's fine. It's still an enjoyable game. Like, one of the people I really liked becoming was one of the Hammer Bros. Um, that was always one of my favorite bad guys to be in the Mario games. So, figuring out how to throw a hammer to kill, uh, Mario, well, fake Mario. The plumber. (laughs) The plumber. Um, (laughs) plus you jumped and could throw, and it was just like, it was a lot of like, ugh, how do I time this? How do I jump to that right level at the same time that he's going to run because he's going to run the same time every time it's all you trying to figure out how to kill him so it was just it's a very interesting game um it was a cool concept other than jackie's like made up reality of bowser being a bad guy (laughs) in some game that she is now going to look up um i've never seen this, you know what I mean? Like in an, in a game before, I thought it was pretty inventive that it's a classic game. You know the Mario people so well, you know their levels so well, and they're working off of it in a creative way by flipping it over to being the bad guy. Um, I thought that that was really, I don't know. I just thought that was really smart. It's a, it's a simple idea. It's something that someone should have probably came up with in nineteen. 
84 or whatever, but mm-hmm. hey, it's here now. Um, so there you go. So I thought that was really cool. Indeed. Jaggy is now looking it up. I'm now it looking up. it up. I'm looking intently to see if he's actually in a game as himself and is the... Oh, yeah, in Mario Luigi, Bowser's Inside Story, Bowser is the main protagonist and a playable character, with Mario and Luigi supporting him from inside his body without his knowledge. So this is a Virtual Boy game? No, this is, I think, for the 3DS. (laughs) Okay. So you're inside of his stomach, but you're still Mario and Luigi? Yeah, and oddly enough, he gets fought twice by the Mario Brothers, even though they're controlling him. Okay. I'm going to have to play this game now. This sounds like a game back. that didn't get as sounds, well received as some of the like, other games. This is going to be like the Rossum Report for Brewlists. I'm going to have to go in and I'm actually going to have to investigate. I'm going to put on my investigative journalist Please hat. Please do. I want to see that hat. <laughs> whatever, whatever. It's probably is. a very slouchy beanie. I know. Be completely it could honest. be like a Carmen Sandiego, like red. A fedora? Big, uh, some yeah. giant. <laughs> yeah. I actually I do have a fedora with a, a zebra print. That can be my investigative journalism yes. hat. Yes. Though you would think as an investigative journalist, you would try to blend into situations. Oh, hell no. The zebra hat. No. No, no, no. When you're an investigative journalist, you want them to know <laughs> what they're dealing with. Yeah. For reals. So, where would you, uh, where would you rate this game? Uh, because I I love the source material oh so much, yeah. I would give it an 8 out of 10. Okay. I did find it frustrating as all get out, but it okay. was... I, I enjoyed it. I still enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, yes. Okay. So 8 out of 10. Just because you like the source material. Correct. Nothing to do with the game. It's... Very little to do with the game. <laughs> and and supporting an independent developer. That's what we're all about here. I I'm gonna give it a uh, I'm gonna give it a seven out of ten. I enjoyed it. Um, it it's good and bad that it relies on the source material, right? Because mm-hmm. well, actually, no. I'm gonna just put that in the positive side because really, um, it's a it's a different concept to the, something that we were so familiar with. You know what I mean? Like we know what a Goomba is. We know what a Hammer Bro is. We know what the big bosses are and a Bowser is. So, you know what? They actually did a really good job of, of flipping that over. Um, I guess it gets a 7 because the fact that you can play it for free, I was a little kind of, like, disappointed. Like, I understand mm-hmm. you want to get your game out there, but I think that a $5 price point is good enough. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And B... Um, I thought that it was really hard. <laughs> and though I did actually, I actually did pretty well at the game. Like, I got pretty far. But even still, um, for the casual gamer to somebody new, I think it would be actually a pretty difficult game. I think, like, your seven-year-old would be like, screw this. I'm done. Done. You know what I mean, like, this is not, I can't get through this easy. Like, this actually takes some thinking and... Especially yeah. when you're jumping and throwing hammers at the same time, it's not easy. It just isn't. So. Yeah, it's it's probably more suited towards like the mom or dad who's <coughs> played the Mario games a ton. And yeah, would yeah. Know, there's would a get nostalgia, it. obviously. Jackie yeah. rated it high because of nostalgia. <laughs> nostalgia is a powerful thing. So, all right, yeah, I, w- I would say um, get it now. Uh, it's available now. As we said, it's on Steam. It's on the Dojo website, so you can pick it up. 
So let's get to our beerer, the uh, the Jenny the Jenny Cream Ale. All right, and now we're going to get into the beer that we paired with it, which Casey is laughing about. It oh, is gosh. the Jenny <laughs> Genesee Cream Ale, affectionately known around here as Jenny Cream Ale, and is also the beer that my dad enjoyed in college. Put that in perspective. I'm not going to tell you how long ago my father enjoyed it in college, but I just remember um, when I came home for uh, for Thanksgiving, it was requested by people, which was this kind of year. Yes, this year. Like who? So your brother seems to drink good beer. My brother does drink good beer. Okay. Um. So I brought one back for my dad, and then um, there's a friend of the family um who is also into craft beer, Mm -hmm. and he is (laughs) slightly younger than my parents. Um, and and I made these six packs of beer for my friends in the area. Um. So um, I, I all of them got a bottle of Jenny Cream Ale as a joke. Yeah, I gave except him, for your dad, who thought it was the best. Who Christmas thought it was gift. the best thing ever? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's 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 a beer that has a lot of nostalgia. So it does. you know, it, it the, does. It's from nostalgia. Um, also, it's kind of like a working man's beer. It's a it's oh a beer God, you can yeah. get very inexpensively. You can buy it pretty much anywhere. You can probably like buy a bottle off of. Bottle How much street. did you pay for our twenty two? No, twenty four. So I I bought this at a very fancy grocery store, and it was a dollar fifty. <laughs> Yeah. For 24 ounces of Genesee cream ale in a can because I couldn't find it in a bottle. I'm a hipster they, they like that. They don't sell it in a bottle. I oh, they think. do. Oh, they do? They do. Oh, Hagedorn's and Webster sells it in bottles. For how I, much? Uh, Probably like five bucks. No. Something very... For Jenny cream ale? It's very inexpensive. No. No. We just paid $1.50 for this can. If they're selling it in a 12-ounce bottle, it should only cost like... Technically, it should only cost like a dollar. Not for a six-pack. Oh, for a six-pack? A six-pack. Oh, sorry. Then five bucks. Yeah, six-pack. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, most places do not sell it in a bottle. They sell it in cans, which I don't understand. It's actually pretty good on draft. Fresh from the brewery. Yeah. And in bottles. And cans is not very good. We got it out of a can because that was all we had available. Yeah. We were bumming it on this one. But anyway, we're living like college students. Who'd be playing a lot of Mario? (laughs) Again, relevant. Yeah. Um, so it is made by Genesee Brewing Company, which is conveniently located right across the bridge from where we work. Yes. And I would have been able to get bottles. Here in Rochester, New York. They were closed today. Yeah. Closed. It was very unfortunate. Yes. Um, it is 5.10% ABV, so barely anything. It is a cream ale. Um, one of the more commercially available, I actually, I'm not certain that I know of another cream ale that's commercially available. No, but I'm pretty sure you can get this beer anywhere. Oh yeah, you can get it. I don't think you can. I can buy it in Richmond. Like I, I've, I've, I've bought it. In fact, when I was in college, my dad said it was really good. So I bought some when I was in college and didn't know any better. It was actually not bad, but it's available pretty much anywhere. Um, and it's. You know, but I'm not. I'm not aware of another major brewer that, has that a makes cream a cream ale. Um, not it, that's gonna be as massively sold. Yeah, because I mean, you know what I mean, like around yeah, the country. I, mean, I know of plenty, plenty <clears throat> of breweries around here that have cream ales. Yeah, 
like uh, one that's popular around here and you can find pr- not necessarily pretty readily but it's on draft in a couple places is the is the Kathy's cream ale from Knucklehead and I want to say Lostboro also has a cream ale Southern Tier has a cream ale I just saw it the other day oh, it's yeah. not ah uh, fudge I wish I would have took a picture for you yeah they have a cre- they have a couple new beers that I've never seen before they saw at Wegmans last night interesting yeah oh uh, they have a creme brulee that Chris Walk had, oh, but yeah. I didn't... creme brulee. So he's going to give it to me, but it has milk in it, and I didn't get it. So I think the creme brulee was one thing, and then there was an, there was one more. Well, he said it's amazing. Yeah, it sucks to be you. Yeah. You should just give me some lactate yeah, and you lact- fine. Well, for beer, yeah, I'd probably go for it and do it, but I didn't. Um, anywho, so how does it smell? Um, doesn't have much of a fragrance. It smells like normal beer. Smells like what you would, yeah. <laughs> right now, it's heavily influenced by the uh, the hand soap in your oh, in your wow, in your strong. in your restroom. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it makes it creamier smelling. This is the kind of beer where you go into a place, a shit bar, a dive bar, and you say, "Give me a beer." Mm-hmm. This is what they're going to give you. This is less money than a Budweiser or a. What is the other big one? Uh, Coors Light? Yeah. Like, this is less than those. But I would argue it tastes better than that. <laughs> oh, I can drink this all day. Yeah. You can like, drink Jenny Cream Ale all day. It's a del- it's a drinkable beer. Like, Absolutely. if I if I were to go into a complete hole in the wall and all they served was Bud Light, Coors Light. PBR. It's better than PBR. PBR and Jenny Cream Ale. I'm going to get the Jenny Cream Ale because it's still better tasting than all three of those other ones combined. Um, and it has a better alcohol percentage. It's at yeah. five. Those are at four and a half. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So you can ultimately forget about the fact that you went to such a terrible establishment. <laughs> oh my god! I just spent three dollars to get drunk. <laughs> no, and like you know, and it's like a beer that you can buy that's relatively decent. It's kind of like how Yingling operates. Yingling is actually a pretty good beer. Yeah. Taste wise, alcohol content wise, you can get a pitcher of it for seven freaking dollars. And then you can, you know, just, you can hang out. It's not so strong that you're going to be, like, falling all over yourself. But it's, you know, something you can have an enjoyable experience with a couple friends yeah. for a low price. Because <laughs> craft beer is expensive. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know if we can call this a craft beer, even though we're I don't think it. we can. This it's is in our, a beer. This is a craft beer podcast, but every once in a while we deviate a it's little bit. It's made in a brewery where there are delicious craft beers being made. Like, I sent you one. Well, you did a review on brewlist.com for uh-huh. the uh, salted chocolate. Did I actually review it? Didn't you? I don't know if we've actually officially written it. I know we've referenced it, but I don't know if we've actually officially written a review of it. Shoot. That well, should happen. That should happen. If it hasn't Jackie. happened, it will. Coming soon to brewlist.com. For the salted chocolate caramel porter Which from Genesis. Which is delicious. And then yes. there was another one that I sent you today at work um, that was the... Like, it was a black IPA. Oh, The yes, one that you said was yes. a problem because it was specifically not in your mouth. Yes. Was your exact And your word? husband said, iffy, but I'll still try it. Yeah. I emailed my husband from the Brewlist email account because I was like, this looks interesting. He goes, eh. The Genesee Brewhouse Iron Smoke Barrel Aged Imperial Black IPA, which we will have to get after work. Someday. Soon, soon yeah. yes. When they're not closed for the company holiday party. Yes. So, um, anywho, the uh, the Jenny Cream uh, Jenny Cream Ale. Um, I have a friend Andrew who 
lives in Kansas. He does not get it in Kansas. So I can at least say that that far, it does not reach. I think I found it when I was in Vegas. There was definitely three heads there. Oh, really? I found three heads out in freaking Las Vegas. And three heads is about to open up a spot right near where I work um, at the cider place. Three Heads has opened up another place on Alton Street here in Rochester, New York. What? Yeah. It's going to be a big uh, tasting room and everything. Coming soon to Brewless.com. Yes. We'll, we'll definitely because go there. Because we will be there. And we'll probably interview people. But um, yeah. anywho, with, with Genesee, uh, one of my friends, Andrew, he's a huge uh, Jenny Cream Ale fan. Like, this is like his go-to beer when he comes to visit me. And so we're going to trade him. For the 8-Bit Pale Ale that you can only find in Kansas. And one of the things that he wanted to trade for was Jenny Cream Ale and possibly Vosboro something. <laughs> yeah. Vosboro is going to be tricky to transport, though. Because they no. only sell in growlers, don't they? Yeah, they, I'll figure it out. We'll, just, we'll figure be it out. Right. You can pack yeah, that. You can pack it on dry ice and yeah, overnight yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, um, So, okay, so it smells like... I don't know. Feet? Beer. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. I mean, it has a... It has a piney smell, in my opinion. A little bit. A little tiny bit. Um, what does it taste like? It's got a little hint of cream, but it's like a very mellow... This... So... I don't like drinking beers out of cans, because I think you lose some of the effervescence. Yeah. Um... So it's not quite as effervescent as it usually is. The best, the best cream ale that I ever had is I went to the Oktoberfest celebration at the Genesee Brewery because I convinced my husband to go, and I bought one of those thirty-ounce steins. Oh! And I looked at all this the beers. This you did the, talk about, yes, and Brewless. Yeah. So this, the only beer that I saw that I was like, I can probably drink this and be okay was the Jenny Cream Ale. So it was fresh from the brewery. It was the most delicious beer that you could have and also be able to dance with your other drunk German heritage friends. <laughs> I mean, it's a very smooth beer. Very, very smooth. Um, you know, there's no, there's no significant aftertaste. It doesn't linger too long on your palate. It's just like... Yeah. It doesn't. Oh, it doesn't. And it doesn't leave you with that like skunk smell, no. skunk taste that you get with some beers, <clears throat> Budweiser. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, just, it's drinkable. It's decent tasting, inexpensive, readily available. You know, if if Blue Light were not my go-to beer, this would probably be it. So, yeah. So you can get it, like we said, pretty much everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get it. Anytime. Mm-hmm. If you're in the New York area, definitely anywhere, anytime. Any gas station. <laughs> any, any gas station. Literally any, any gas station. Homeless person. Um, <laughs> the beer advocate rating is a uh, 71%. Um, Which is actually pretty commendable, considering that it's a macro brew. I would agree with that. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, and it's funny, because we did a recent tasting of the... Um, of the Palette Shifter Imperial IPA. So they have two ratings, right? They have the Beer Advocate rating mm-hmm. and then the actual rating from People. That one got 100% from People. Uh, Genesee got like a 73% from the People, not 
just the website. So yeah. I thought that was pretty good. But um, why did we pair it with this game? You kind of mentioned it yeah, before, but... Jenny Cremel, it's a working man's beer. You know, simple folk, normal people, they really like it. It's a beer that's been popular for a very long time. It's been around for a very long time. Which, you know, I know a lot of people who drank it in college. Not, well, me, I did actually drink it in college, but I know people older than me who like drank it dad. in college. Like my dad yeah. and the friend that I swapped beer with and all that good stuff. Well, it was kind of a one-sided swap. He didn't really actually give me anything. But that's a different story for a different day. Yeah. Um, and the game is about a plumber and killing the plumber. And plumbers work very, very hard. Yes, they do. True working and, men. And this strikes me as the type of beer that a video game plumber would enjoy after a long day of fighting monsters. And plumbing. And plumbing. And saving princesses. Yeah. And all the things that plumbers do on a daily basis. <laughs> they're, they're the true heroes. I agree. I agree that a jetty cream ale would be, would be opened up <laughs> after a long day of uh, Goomba fighting and plumbing. This one's for you, Mario and that's, Luigi. That's right. Or nondescript Italian person yeah. in this video game killed or the plumber. Or stereotypically addressed and <laughs> stereotypical features. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, all right, so what's your rating of the Jenny Cream Ale? I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. All right. And the only reason I'm giving it a 7 out of 10 is it's out of a can today. So wait, if it was out of a draft... Oh, if it was out of a draft, it'd be a 9 out of 10. Really? Oh my gosh, it's so good on okay. draft. Fresh. On okay. draft. It's one of those beers, it's like, basically, if you're not drinking it out of the tap, it's just not. You know, it's, it's funny. Not is, what it could be. Coors Light in America is meh. Coors Light in Canada is meh. I've heard the same thing from other people. It's very weird. It's a it's a totally different beer almost. Yeah, the formulation in Canada, like Canadian beer, they sell them in beer stores. But yeah, you can because it's get way them stronger. LCBO and the beer yeah. Store, yeah. Because the beers there are much stronger than they are here. Huh? Which so, I believe. The Jenny Cream Ale, I, I believe you. On tap, it, it probably is better. Um, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. Because really? it's a... As far as bad beers go, it's up there. And I don't even want to say bad beers. Like, bad beers in the sense of, like... A Milwaukee's Beast, or a Natural Ice, or Keystone Light. This is way better. I wish, like, I drank this more in college than I did. I drank a lot of Milwaukee's Beast in college. I've never had Beast. Oh. And that is a point of pride. Well, maybe we'll bring it into a cat. And I only had Natty Light one time, and that was because it was the only thing available, and it was either that or drink Purple People Eater, and that was not happening. We'll do a bad, we'll do a bad beer uh, episode. We'll do, like, Mad Dog. I don't know if they still make that. Do you oh, gosh. remember that? I will bring some of my Labatt Blue <laughs> Bourbon Aged Ale that's oh, been sitting in my garage yeah, since we went to Rushford stuff. last year. Yeah, yeah. I'm stuff. cellaring it <laughs> um, for a podcast. So... Oh, you know what? Also, sidetrack, I have an anniversary beer that needs to be drank that I got a year ago. What? Yeah. And it's supposed to be one year. It's supposed to be good. I guess the more years you hold it, but one year is good. So, well, anywho, then we um, must. Yeah, I got it for Christmas last year. So, the the Genesee beer, um, 
eight out of ten because I mean it, it does taste good. Um, higher alcohol content, which is great. Um, it goes down smooth. It's super cheap, and you know, is it as good as I don't know the Silversmith Brewing Company's um, you know dark lager? No, <laughs> not by any means. Not <laughs> that's a ten out of ten beer, but. For just to open up the beer at the end of the day, like, this is fantastic. So, yeah. Yeah. Some beer good. to enjoy with friends. Oh, yeah. Watch a video. Well, well no. you could watch a video game if you're one of those people. Um, you could be a Twitch viewer. If you're a Twitch viewer, you're a Twitch you sit back and watch some Twitch. Um, yeah. Or, like, you know, if you're watching a football game. Absolutely. Hanging out with your buds. It's a it's a great Super Bowl beer. Cause you can get it inexpensively and you That's can drink true. a lot of it. That's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Super Bowl's coming up soon. It is. Seahawks will not be there, which is unfortunate, but... Don't even know what that means, but, yeah. Oh, gosh. I can't believe it. But I do like wings. (laughs) Wings are good. Um, All right, so where can you find us? You can find us at brewlist.com. You can find us on YouTube as well as the Brewlist channel. Uh, You can find us at facebook.com forward slash brewlist and at brewlist on untapped, Instagram, Twitter... And Snapchat. Yeah, we are everywhere. Um, we're also on iTunes and Stitcher. Um, if you listen to us on iTunes, rate, review us, spread it to your friends. Um, the you know more reviews that we get, uh, good or bad, the better that we are to reach more people. So spread the love. And if you have any beers that you want us to drink or any games that you want us to review, email us at brewlist at gmail.com and we'll happily reply to you and probably take you up on your offer. (laughs) Take it under advisement. Yes, 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 yes. Um, But anyway, um, we thank you very, very much for listening as always. And until next time, stay thirsty and play indie. Bye!